It sounds like Father's Day in here today, doesn't it? <laughs> That's great. It's God's house, you know, one big family. That's great. Sisters and brothers, um, our Holy Father Francis today in Rome uh, thanked all of us for the prayer and the love and the support that was given to him uh, during his time in the hospital. Um, he had a tender thought that, that, that this unity that draws us together is a precious gift from our God and he was so grateful to, to everyone. So I know that we continue our prayer for that great man. He needs our prayer, but he also needs to live. <laughs> and so we, we must do our best to. Uh, support, encourage, uh, pray for him, make sure that uh, he receives all those great gifts. He's a great father to us all. And he spoke about the gospel today, the scriptures. He said, you know, they're, they're just mighty signs of God's great love. You know, in Sinai, they're out in the desert, and he says, you're my chosen people. You're precious in my eyes. I promise I will take care of you. I will do everything I can to support and to sustain you. Paul speaks about the fact that Jesus died for every one of us out of love, died for us out of love. And the gospel says the kingdom of God is at hand. It's here. You have to wait for eternity the kingdom of God is right here before us we must honor it be grateful then he said something that I thought was so wonderful he said you know and that's what a father's love is that's a father's love a love that no matter what what the circumstance, what the struggle, especially in times of great difficulty. That's the time for a good father to be with his children, holding them by the hand, caring for them, even when at times they are, we are difficult as can be. That love is there and needs to endure. So my brothers and sisters, I have a great story that I love to tell. You've heard it before, I think. <laughs> but I'll refresh your memory. <laughs> Not that I ever tell something a second or third time. <laughs> but my God, you've heard me for so many years. I mean, you know, I, I can't be fresh every week. <laughs> I try. It's a story about Paco, Hemingway, the beautiful Hemingway story. Hemingway was an interesting guy, as you know. In his second marriage, uh, she was a Catholic, and he became a Catholic. So he, he changed. Uh, then as he moved along, he kind of lost that. So he was a spiritual man all of his life. God bless him. He tells a story about this family in, in Mexico. He's a wealthy man. He's got all kinds of blessings and gifts and he shares them abundantly with his family. But his son was always a struggle. 
They just did not get along. And it was tough going. Tough for the father and tough for the son. So one day, the son, Paco, gets up and says, enough. I'm out of here. And he leaves. He leaves his home. He leaves his family. He leaves the people who love him. And he wanders to the city of Mexico. His father is heartbroken. He blames himself. He wants to tell his son he's sorry. He, 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 he's, he's beside himself. So after weeks of searching and finding no one, he decides to put a big ad in the Mexico City newspaper. It reads, Son, please come home. We love you. Meet me at the Savoy Hotel Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Paco, meet me there. I'll beg for your mercy and forgiveness. Please meet me. So Tuesday morning, he's up early, gets in his car and goes to the Savoy Hotel. And at 10 a.m., walks into the ballroom. And there he found 500 Pacos. <laughs> 500 Pacos waiting to be forgiven, waiting for the love of their father. That is absolutely the prodigal son. Hemingway took that right out of the scripture. My brothers and my sisters, I believe, I hope, I hope I'm not off base. I believe if there's one person in this world that somehow, some way, we need to ask for mercy and forgiveness. And they need to ask for the same. It's the relationship of fathers to their children. Forgiveness. I'm going to ask you to do something for me this morning. I'm going to do it. I'm going to ask you to do it. I'm going to ask you to just take a moment in silence. And think about your father. Some of you have had incredible relationships, but others have had very difficult relationships, and I understand all that. I want you to just conjure up in your mind the best image you can. The moment that you loved most your father. Something, some good word, maybe something that he did, maybe something he didn't do, maybe something that was just, that just touched you somewhere along the way, and just take that one thought 
and just hold it for a couple of moments. Would you do that now? Let's do that together. No, for some that's difficult and painful. For others, it's a great joy. But that's what I'd like you to hold today on Father's Day. That thought, that image. Yes, maybe that need to forgive. Some of us have never forgiven our dads. And we live in that. And it's harmful. We need to seek forgiveness and we need to give forgiveness. That's for sure. We're all Pacos. <laughs> looking for the love of the Father. I had quite a dad. <laughs> I've told you a lot about my mom. I haven't told you so much about my father. His name was also Lloyd. <laughs> so we're chips. I'm a chip off the old block, trust me. <laughs> my dad worked so hard it was, a, it was a very different age, I think, for fathers. What I see today in fathers is, is much, much, much striving for more presence and for, for, for kindness. I see that in you. I think that's a huge gift and blessing that you give to your families. Hold it. Keep it. Don't give that up. My dad worked so hard. He was gone lots of the time. And I remember one day I had done some crazy thing. And I didn't tell my parents. I was embarrassed. But my dad found out. He came into my bedroom and he said, son, I always remember this. He said, son, why didn't you tell me? I could help you. Isn't that tender? My dad was not tender, but that was tender. I could help you. I just said, dad, I was so embarrassed. I'm sorry. I couldn't tell you. My dad was Lutheran born in that great Norwegian stock. You know, you can always tell a Norwegian, you just can't tell him much. That was my dad. <laughs> always tell a Norwegian, you just can't tell him much. <laughs> and, you know, he, um, I'm sorry I'm talking so much about him, but just a few more moments. He, um, but that's all I know, really. He, um, just, you know, it was that generation, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, work hard. I got that from my dad. 
you know, he, he worked to the very end. He, the day before he died, he was still working. Could you imagine that? My dad, hard driving, hard working, good man, solid man. But I remember going to St. Alphonsus Parish in East LA. And from time to time, he would come with us, not often. But he'd sit in the pew. And we'd go up for communion. And I always wondered about that. Can't we do something to bring people who are not connected with our faith a little closer? Why not? We need to do that. Invite them to the table. I know he felt that. But at 73 years old, he said to me one day, son, I want to become a Catholic. <laughs> I looked at him at 73. I mean, now that's a lifetime. A lot of water under the bridge. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> and so he took instruction from my pastor. I was a priest and had really little to do with it. it was my mom. She was the one that prayed for both my dad and I and my sister. And Father Duvall, who was pastor here and was at St. Eugene's, took him for instruction. We didn't give him the big RCIA in those days. I'm sorry, it was a little quick shot. <laughs> but he got it. And he was so afraid. I'll never forget this. He was so afraid of going to confession. There must have been some stuff in his life. Like father, like son. <laughs> so I said to him one day, Dad, I'm going to get Father Stan Poon. He's from China. He barely speaks English. <laughs> Go to him. He'll take care of you. And he did. <laughs> so God bless Stan Poon. He knows more about my dad than I do. <laughs> So my brothers and sisters, on this great day, let's hold as best we can, all of us, some moment, some gift. For me, it was when my dad said to me, why didn't you tell me, son, I could help you? Lots of other things, but I want, I want to hold that up today. And I'd ask you to do the same. Great fathers of Santa Monica, we need you. We need you desperately. We need you to be present. We need you to be kind. To be kind. We need you. Maria Shriver has this beautiful reflection this morning about her father, Sergeant Shriver, in that Sunday paper. And I remember him saying this at the end of every toast that he gave, and he gave a lot of toasts in life. He would always say, I'm the luckiest man in the world. I'm the luckiest man in the world. That's my hope.
for you today that you all feel you're the luckiest man in the world. Thank you. I love you. And God bless you on this day.